Kim Thomas. Welcome once again to the Advent Season podcast of the Curate's Corner. We're remembering that because of the love of God for sinners, he sent Christ to bring us the joy of salvation, the hope of eternal life, and the peace of God to rule our hearts. We're reminding you each day to feel free to download the PDF accompanying this podcast at advent.thevillagechapel.com or in the show notes below. Today I want to talk about a beloved carol, Come Thou Long-Expected Jesus. This one was written by Charles Wesley in 1744. Charles was the youngest son of Susanna and Samuel Wesley. What an amazing family, incredibly impactful family. Charles became the extremely prolific 18th century English hymn writer, having written over 6,500 hymns. That's 6,500 hymns. And of those hymns, 18 were Christmas songs. When Charles wrote this hymn, he was surrounded by poverty and homelessness on the street. The wealthy seemed to be indifferent to the needs of the extremely poor, and his heart was longing for Christ to come and to set all things right. Verses from Haggai chapter 2 moved him, and the desire for all nations to come, as in Jesus, come and set all things right. This one refers to the prophecies of Christ, for Christ to come, the longing since the garden. But it also looks forward for us to the second coming when all will be restored. Now, many of the Christmas carols are um, celebrating the first advent of Christ. This one in particular, I think you could see it celebrating the first advent, but also the second advent. It was actually made popular by Charles Spurgeon, who at 21 years old, in a Christmas sermon in London, spoke of this. It is now a hymn that is part of many people's regular Advent season, and the hymn takes the form of two eight-line stanzas. And we find six imperative verbs, giving the hymn an overall petitionary feel. Come, release, find, bring, rule, and raise, all in all. As we sing, we relate to that deep longing of the ancient voices in Haggai about the desire of all nations to come. The ancient Jews longing for Messiah. In Wesley, as he looked around his streets and neighborhood, At the poverty and sadness, we hear his longing. And then even in our own time, there's plenty in our own world to urge us to say with him, Come, Lord Jesus, come and make all things right. 
The gospel reminders in the carol are timely in the midst of the busy season. Let us find our rest in thee, not in our own goodness or our own works. Release us from our sins, all of this, by the beautiful initiating love of God in Christ Jesus, the all-sufficient merit of Christ. It's a hopeful message in an often busy time when we forget that that's the very reason for all of this busyness. There truly is a deep and hopeful message that causes us to even have a celebration during this time of year. So let me read for us these two eight-line stanzas of this deeply meaningful Christmas carol that was first made popular by Charles Spurgeon when he was only 21 years old, but written by Charles Wesley, uh, the master hymn writer. Come thou long-expected Jesus. Come thou long-expected Jesus, born to set thy people free. From our fears and sins release us, let us find our rest in thee. Israel's strength and consolation, hope of all the earth thou art. Dear desire of every nation, joy of every longing heart. Born thy people to deliver, born a child and yet a king. Born to reign in us forever. Now thy gracious kingdom bring. By thine own eternal spirit, rule in all our hearts alone. By thine all-sufficient merit, raise us to thy glorious throne. I say amen and amen and amen. Let it be so, Lord, in thy great timing. Today's scripture focus is one from Ephesians in the New Testament, chapter 2 and verses 4 through 7. But God, being rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us, when we were dead in our transgressions, even then, he made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the ages to come he might show the surpassing riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. This is the hope in Christ that we share together, my friends, in this Advent season. Our prayer focus today is local churches. So let's unite our hearts and lift up all the churches here in Nashville. As we know that during this Advent season, it can be a busy time, but let's pray for them as we know that uh, in this busy time, the ultimate hope is that they are united by the great love of Christ. Dear Father, we're grateful that because of your great mercy, because of your great love with which you have loved us, 
you have sent Christ. And in this Advent season, we're grateful that all of the local churches here in Nashville, that as they gather during the Advent season, uh, as hymns are sung, as carols are sung, as children gather to uh, sing as shepherds and uh, stars and angels and um, as uh, choirs gather, as cookie festivals, as whatever uh, churches are doing to celebrate the Advent season. Lord, most of all, what we want to do is gather and sing glory to you, Lord Christ. We are grateful that because of your grace and your kindness towards us, that we can know the great hope of the gospel, that you have come to set things right, that you have come to give us the opportunity to know the love of Jesus and the hope of eternal life. I pray for these local churches, Lord, that as they've made uh, probably so many plans for programs and so many uh, Sunday um, specials and uh, so many people with so many schedules, um, families trying to get so many children to church, so many um, different, uh, I think of even all of the um, audiovisual tech, tech people and the, um, uh, on Sunday mornings, so many people trying to get um, so many uh, coordinated things to go right so that so many special events can happen during the Advent season. Lord, I just pray for the local churches who are trying so much to make the most of this season for your glory, for your kingdom, uh, for the building up of the local church, and most of all, Lord, to uh, offer the great news that Christ has come. I pray, Lord, that you will equip them with every good thing that they will be able to, uh, again, to spread the gospel. And Lord, I pray that you would knit all of us together, these local churches here in Nashville, that we would link arms for the glory of God, for the building of your kingdom. And because of your initiating love for us, that we would be able to spread that love to others here in Nashville. Lord, we thank you for that great news today. And uh, we celebrate that great and wonderful news that you have come for us, and that because of that, um, that you have come, dear, long and expected Jesus, we can rest in you. And we do so this day. In your precious name we pray. Amen. Curate's Corner with Kim Thomas is a resource of the Village Chapel in Nashville, Tennessee. If you find this daily podcast beneficial, leave a review and share it with friends and family. For more resources or to support our ministry, visit thevillagechapel.com. Music for this podcast by Charlie Peacock.